Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Speak As You're Moved. I am your co-host, Derek Roebuck, coming to you live from the campground. I am uh, I'm here with my friend who is in the other room, and we cannot be together as we do this radio show, Patrick Collins. Good evening. Matt Collins. I'm not in the other room. I'm in a totally different state. No, you are in a whole other state. But it's great to be here. And where's Joshua Jernigan? Josh. He's late again. Wow. We need to have a segment just about where is Josh? (laughs) I think we should do something on punctuality. He never never told me he wasn't going to not be here. I know he did his last, it's been about a month ago, I guess. He kind of just, I guess, forgot. Um, I believe in him. I believe he's going to Well, maybe maybe he'll show up. We have faith. But I I got the faith. So, anyway... We are three brothers in Christ who are also fathers, and we are hoping that this radio show will bring a little bit of uplifting uh, humor, mostly, and maybe some uh, some food for thought to everybody who's out there. Maybe a, a fatherly perspective on a couple issues we might find ourselves in, but we are just excited to be here. We are uh, unsure of how everything's going to go. We don't really know how this thing turns out. No script. We're just coming to you live and winging it. So we are going to go ahead and go into a word of prayer. And uh, we'll ask Brother Matt if he'll go ahead and open it up. for you. All right. Lord, we thank you for the opportunity uh, again to speak tonight, Lord, and just um, to be here tonight with these two brothers in Christ, Lord. We just thank you so much for the opportunity to fellowship together. Um, I know it's uh, virtually here in the show, but it's it's a blessing to get together and just to talk about life and, and kind of what's going on and what's in our heart, Lord. We ask that you uh, bless the efforts tonight. Um, continue to just uh, reach the people um, as you see fit. Let your word go out. Um, we know that it will not return void, Lord. And we thank you so much for the blessings that you've given us, Lord, during this season, Lord. It's a time of thankfulness. Um, let us always be thankful, but especially just remember to serve others and reach out, Lord. Um, again, we thank you so much for what you give us, Lord. We ask this in your name. Amen. 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 Well, I have not really prepared for this, as you can imagine. Of course. Um, <laughs> I am sitting on the front porch of Grandma's cabin. Where, where's Grandma's, Grandma's cabin? Because first you said the campground, and I don't, I know where you're talking about. And then you said Grandma's cabin, and right. I still know what you're talking about. But there's so, probably someone else. For anybody who's out there who does not know what we are referring to, the campground is a place. Um, probably about a, I guess a hundred acre, about a hundred acre parcel, if I'm not mistaken, um, of land that our church purchased way back in the day, early 1900s, sometime 30s or 40s, and um, for a play, a central area for all of our people and all of our crowds to congregate once a year, uh-huh. and um, we all have somewhat of a little house slash cabin, sometimes a double wide, sometimes a single wide. Sometimes a mansion, but everybody has this. Just um, so yeah, we have uh, these little places down here that we all come and and uh, we stay for a week in July and have a big revival. And the one that I'm at right now, it's not the one I'm staying at or anything, but this is Matt and Patrick's grandma's cabin. And I'm sitting on the front porch, and I just made me a Keurig of coffee. A Keurig of I, coffee. And I spilled it. Oh, <laughs> oh. Now I'm out here in the cold. There's no coffee. 
My man's inside in another room, all warm and fuzzy, and I can't be with him. Well, I told you there's another room. <laughs> why, uh, why y'all figure it out? Josh just joined us. Josh, are you oh here? my goodness, thank you. I knew he, he would be here. He is here. There was no doubt. Hallelujah. Yeah, man, I could serious. not find. Can y'all hear me? Okay, I'm on like a yeah. completely different audio setup. I feel like Derek over here. Well, they um they they work great, but it's hard to get them off my desk at the office um when I'm yeah. at home. Like, there's the whole like I'm not at the office right now. So, you figured that out yet? Yeah, I mean, I mean, I was out, I was there, you know, I was the last one to leave, of course. <laughs> um, but you know, they say right, it's because I'm. Right. They, well, I, I, I was. They just say it was because I was the last one to show up. So I need to be the last one to leave. But, you know, <laughs> I say I'm second shift. What's wrong with that? You know, second mm-hmm. shift gets you're, respect. Y'all run 24 hours there. I mean, you know, they, they don't have like a time limit of when people send me work emails, you know, like yeah, it doesn't get like rejected after 530. No, mm-hmm. I mean, we're working four tens plus an eight. And then like I get emails at 10 o'clock at night and I'm like, oh, we're going to go ahead and respond. Like, mm-hmm. don't, don't think I'm not going to respond. We are not behind <laughs> schedule, and here's why. And then, like, and it's because I mean, of you. Yeah, you and then, and then I'm, I look I'm, in the mirror. Yeah, and so Meredith's trying to figure out why I'm on my phone. I'm like, well, you know, work don't sleep. Nope. So, anyway, yeah. anyway finally, we have my our apologies. No, it's okay, Josh. We knew you'd make it. Whew, it's been a night, and I was like, yeah, and yeah, was crying. I, I was on an extension ladder. I mean, it's the whole thing. Um, mm-hmm. we can, we, we can post Ooh. my house to the, uh, to our social media if y'all really want to see where I was, but I got all the reefs up, man. Everyone you can see from the street anyway. I didn't put them on the back of the house, but. I saw where you bought a bunch mm-hmm. of, uh, bows. Oh, I was bow hunting this afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> Finally found a good one. Walmart, yeah, you know, Walmart this weekend did not have what I needed, but a Carolina pottery. On how we won that 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 gave me the ticket. So Solid I was bow hunting. Yep. Bow hunting. Y'all thought I was kidding, so I posted another one from the, the truck, and that was my bow flex, if you would get it. <laughs> Flexing with his bow. bow flex. Yeah, like I got eighteen bows. What y'all need? So anyway, sorry about dad that. Jokes early there. Yeah, I need a, <laughs> If nobody's gonna submit them, I'll bring them myself. <laughs> so, <laughs> Oh, uh, and then that way y'all can't like cut me off at the end. Like, oh, sorry, no time for the dad jokes. We already got him in, you know. Already swooped in a little. Did you? Uh, did y'all know ma- mountains are not just funny? Yeah, they're not just funny. They're hill areas. Yeah, I got that one off of Facebook. Yep. So. Mm. Yeah. Anyway. Well, sorry about anywho, that. now yeah. that my man is here, I'm we here. can continue with our icebreaker. And the icebreaker for tonight is going to be, what is your worst road trip? Hmm. Mm. What is your worst road trip? I don't know. Like in in theory or just the one that we've had that's been the worst? Uh, The one that you've had that's been the worst, not the worst. (laughs) <laughs> not the worst in theory. Okay, it's like, well, <laughs> well, the apocalypse happened, and I was still getting gas, and and, and Joe Biden was beside me, and it was a, uh, it was a thing. <laughs> oh, so, going to... Had to throw Joe oh, Biden in there. Oh, Joe. What yeah. is 
Joe doesn't the know where worst the gas road trip you have. I know that's the problem. <laughs> Joe thought he was at his house still. It's a, it's still a whole thing. Okay. <laughs> Man, worst road trip. So I knew the worst road trip. Man, I think I can't think of the first one that comes to mind. It's not. It's kind of like a. It, it was a decent drive, but it was like the after effects of, of a bad road trip is when me and Patrick, this is one I can think of, and y'all can probably jog the mind. I don't know if anybody else was with us, but we we left like at 10 o'clock after I got off work to go to Norfolk. Patrick, I think, was with me. But the problem was at work, I think I told y'all this way back when like our first or second show, I like I had like two like those energy drinks. I never really had those before. And like this long pixie stick. Just like it consumed enough sugar and and caffeine to, I guess, to figure three hours, which I didn't realize I could have probably made it without any of that. And so it was, it was pretty bad. And then when I got there to Josh, another buddy of ours in Norfolk, Virginia, I sat in bed and didn't go to sleep. I don't think till like five a.m. So I think we left at like nine, got there at like ten thirty, like, like midnight, and then just nothing. But it was. Uh, to me, it was pretty bad. Overestimated <laughs> the uh, caffeine intake there. Yeah, the ratio ratio was a little off. Yeah, one 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 uh, listener just texted any road trip with kids and potty training kids. I will say that's going to probably start. I didn't think about that one because I have not been on a trip yet. Essie just started. That's our oldest. She's turning three in April. Just started potty training, doing pretty well, and my wife. Took them down to Georgia, which I'm currently be going this week with my mother-in-law and the kids, and that was the first potty training trip. Mm. Or excuse me, first trip when they first potty trained. I have found the less you give them to drink, the less they have to go to the restroom. I'll just throw that out there for any new dads out there. I mean, not to dehydrate your kids, but you know. Yeah. <laughs> or just give them Benadryl. Does that work, Josh? You can hydrate them with Dantep. <laughs> Derek, is, you, you get that one honest. Didn't you always have Benadryl on the trip? Yeah, like, I ate a little stuffy there. <laughs> daddy, Daddy, give me the grape drink. Yeah, Daddy, <laughs> give me the grape drink. The the, uh, the road trip grape drink. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's the special um, juice. Yeah, the, the, the special juice. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. But then again, y'all are always, like, way far away. So, I mean, I kind of understood, you know, needing mm-hmm. that. I, mean, I don't know. Yep. That's all I got. Hmm. I would say, I mean, in recent memory, like, and that's part of the problem too, is like, I don't know. Lauren would tell you, I'm like, I'm pretty good at like, like blocking out like bad memories. Um, so, and that just is all together. Like, if somebody's like really ugly to me or like just anything, it it just kind of goes into the dump bin, and um. But as needed. Yeah, it's good. recently, good... yeah, it's not by choice. It just kind of happens. But recently, um, uh, Becca was, she was definitely under a year old and she was just like the best traveling baby. So I think we got a little too overconfident and we left for Raleigh, maybe three in the afternoon. So it's a nine hour drive. And I told Lauren, I was like, yeah, no big deal. We'll just shoot right up there. It'll, you know, it'll be dark and she'll fall asleep and it'll be great. And we'll just, we'll just drive. And then 
I don't remember why, but we brought the small or my forerunner, I think. It's before the minivan, maybe, or something. Or mm. or or maybe it was we brought the hatchback, but regardless, it was a small car and we had it packed to the gills. And um and we get up there and man, we struck out, we got caught in traffic around Columbia. I don't know what it is about Columbia, but y'all need to finish some road work around there. Maybe like Maybe everybody's just trying to get here, you know what I'm saying? Everybody just wants to come <laughs> through crazy. here. I mean, if y'all <laughs> could go around, I mean, y'all have 95, okay? That's no big town, just take 95. But y'all have to come through this way. That's fine, whatever. Seriously, we got stuck in traffic there forever. And Becca was so mad, and I was like, Lord, give me strength. And then we got through that, and I was like, okay, there's better days ahead. Then we got into about Fayetteville. So we still have maybe an hour and 30, hour and 45. Mm-hmm. And Becca started screaming and could not, she would not be consoled. Like there was no, there's nothing wrong with her. She was just like, she wanted to make her presence known that she hated the situation. And she was just, and literally I turned, we just turned the music up. I mean, maybe we're horrible parents, but we literally just turned the music up and we were just like, cause what do you do? You, I mean, she wasn't going to be comforted. She wasn't hungry. She wasn't poopy. She just didn't want to be in her car seat. And I was like, I don't want to be in the car seat either. So it was awful. Lauren had like literally like, I think she had some small PTSD because she didn't get back. She has yet to get back in that forerunner <laughs> since that trip. It's <laughs> a great and notable day. Yeah. So that one, that one rivals the, this is how bad it was. That trip rivals the trip when we were coming home from the beach and Lauren got a kidney stone and we had to stop in Augusta to go to the ER. So that gives you a barometer on how bad it was. And you've actually had bad trips. I just drank, ate too much caffeine. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. did it to yourself. I did that as a self-inflicted. I mean, the kids' trips that I can think I mean, of that's have not self-inflicted, been bad yet. I guess. Yeah, but I mean, well, in Becca's credit, that's the only – literally, she, she really does travel well, but there was something about that time period, that trip, it just was all wrong. And then the kidney stone trip was just ridiculous. Like, that was just a fluke. And, um, I mean, I, I thought Lauren had, like – like uh, appendic- appendicitis or something, or pen- not that, or appendix burst or whatever. I don't know what it was, but literally, we're driving to the ER, and sh- and at the stoplight, she opens the door and just pukes all over, all over the ground, and mm. I was like, shut the door and keep driving because I was I was terrified, man. Of course, then we got to the ER, and it took like an hour to get her in. I was ready to set the place on fire, but. That's neither here nor there. So, my worst. I would say is, those are my. Those are yeah. definitely my top two worst. My worst is same long along the same lines, um, and I don't want to jinx myself by saying we've gotten a lot better um, with regards to road trips, um, but uh, we 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 travel quite a bit. COVID slowed us down, and so now I'm worried about like the reset. You know, because kids were getting really good at it. Um, we, we, we hit, we're about six and a half hours from, uh, Disney world. And so we'll like hit the road, like after work. And so they're asleep by like Brunswick, you know? And so then you've got, um, like three more hours, um, or three and a half more hours of, of just rolling. So it's been nice. Our worst road trip was to go into Wilmington. Caroline was young and both my kids had really bad bellies. Now 
I'm, I'm blessed in that we didn't have to go to a, a, a full, like, um, specialized formula. That stuff gets really expensive, and I really feel for any parents going through that. They very, very, like, dairy was really bad for them. Like, Meredith had to cut out dairy, like, throughout all, um, you know, while she was breastfeeding and everything else. Just no dairy, no no dairy in the food, no milk. You know, I mean, like, it, it, you start thinking about it, like, cheese, butter? Like, I mean, like, all this stuff she's cutting out. Um, so kudos to her for doing that. But before we really had it figured out, Caroline had a really bad stomach and the car seat just compacts that, you know? And so after she'd been in the car seat, we get about to Florence, um, and which is about an hour and a half out of, um, from our house and we're headed that way and she's just having meltdown and then she's hurting so bad. And then she has like this trauma that she doesn't want to get like Patrick was saying back in the car seat. And so then like I'm walking beside I me, mean, we had to pull over and I thought something was really, really wrong. You know, like, I mean, mm -hmm. <laughs> you start trying to check everything and, and I'm walking like up and down, um, this like field, just trying to get her to calm down and, you know, trying to you see if it's a burp, see if, what it is, you know? And it's just, I mean, we still talk about it. Like when we pass that spot, it's one of those things like you pass that spot and you're like, Hey, rem yeah, we remember kind of thing. It makes you thankful <laughs> that the current car trip is not that way. So that would be my worst road trip. I mean, even going to Texas, which is 20 hours away and then, you know, and driving back all at once, not even spend the night or anything. Um, that wasn't near as bad as that, uh, as that road trip. So. I'd say that. So if you hadn't experienced a bad road trip and you're about to have kids, just wait. Um, Take it you'll get one. Oh, yeah. Or or you just stay at home. I mean, that, that's all that. But that's no fun. So No. no. Well, I got a lot of bad road trip stories. I have a lot of those when I drive by places and say, hey, I broke down there. You know, I'm like, oh, I remember that time I broke down over there. Going through Fable, <laughs> broke down, but... And I had to get my wife's brother to pick me up, and I went and stayed with him in the barracks in Fort Bragg, I think it is. <laughs> Spent the night with him in the barracks, and then I got them where, you know, I broke down about three hours away in Alabama, and it was midnight, and then I had to wait for my dad to drive an hour and a half to come get me and swap the cars out because I still had to continue driving. I didn't get there until 5 a.m. and um, all the crazy stuff. But. Probably the worst one was the 18-hour trip it took me, my wife, and my two children to get from Virginia Beach, Virginia, to Jemison, Alabama, which is where I lived before I lived in Virginia. And we had to go through the mountains because I was following my brother. And the turbo went out in my jet, and so there was, like, minimal horsepower. It took us, like, we would be 95 miles an hour going down the hill, and then by the time you got to the top of the next hill, you're going, like, 35 miles an hour, and you had to pull over on the shoulder so you weren't getting hit by truckers. And it took us, like, 18 hours to get there because my brother wanted to stop every 20 minutes and pee and eat and sightsee. And, um, and then, of course, the children were way over it by then, along with my wife and along with myself. Um, did you show good questions for it? I, I think I did. I mean, I, I typically show a pretty good Christian spirit, I like to think. But um, I had a lot of time on the road. Um, so I don't, I can't think of uh, all of them. But on the, on the better note, just something fun. Uh, I remember a road trip that me and my little brother took with my mom and dad coming home from Hilton Head Island. Or coming home from Charleston to Hilton Head Island one night after church Sunday night. 
and we had put a mattress in the back of our standard cab short bed S10 pickup truck. We went to church and no, I'm sorry, it wasn't that. It wasn't after church. We were coming home. We have a you know those button tops on on the on the uh, on the truck bed, you know, the mm-hmm. little like snap covers. Yeah. Well, me and my little brother, who is not the littlest guy in the world, we put a mattress in the back of the pickup truck, and because it's only a two seater up front, and we ran our wires through the back window to the inverter inside the truck. And we had a PS one and a little TV running <laughs> while we laid in the mattress under the Tanu cover in the dark, playing video games while we were driving down the road. <laughs> that <laughs> is <report> us. awesome. <laughs> That's next to the yeah. time when we went from Alabama to Pennsylvania and we did a mattress in the back of the suburban and actually had like a 20 inch tube TV that we ratchet strapped between the front seat. And had our Xbox rolling <laughs> while we were driving to Pennsylvania. Get us there. Get us there. <laughs> get, getting it done. For my 16th birthday to go to the, the car show in Hershey, Pennsylvania. You don't play around. No, we don't mess around. But that was, uh, I got a lot of road trip stories. That was a pretty good icebreaker, I thought. But um, Or Matt thought. I had no idea. Surprisingly enough, you, you and your brother are both still alive. And I don't think um, you've ever been... Really, really injured in a car accident? Now, you in a scooter accident, but that's a different story. No, I had about, I don't know, five or six years ago, driving through North Carolina, um, we had a little SUV. Yeah, y'all and, flipped the... Uh, uh, we flipped it on the interstate. Aviator, right? Yeah. And one of our friends and flipped it, I don't know, five or six times on the interstate and walked away without... Well, I, only, I didn't have a scratch. My wife and yeah. the other girl, Rita, had couple stitches that was about it but i mean safety ratings on the lincoln aviator are pretty good take my word for it yeah but so yeah that was that so uh moving on to our topic which i have to let me open up and read this because i don't even know what the topic is you you suggested uh, this topic but just thanksgiving <laughs> faith, family, and i mean fun. it's like he's playing like, i don't know what we're talking about tonight well you came yeah. up with it did you forget? i don't believe i did <laughs> I don't remember. Let's talk about this. What are we talking about? I rolled tape on the last one. Anyway, All right. Matt, Matt's telling me stories. <laughs> no, that's fine. <laughs> I'll go back <laughs> to the text. Uh, continue. All right. So to the, text. the topic Continued. The topic is Thanksgiving. In general, like our favorite Thanksgiving stories. Now, typically, for those that don't know, most of you guys listening do know, we typically, all four of us, go down to Perry, Georgia, um, and have Thanksgiving down there as we improve our church grounds, okay? And that's kind of been a tradition, if you would. Now, just saying, hey, our favorite work weekend story was going to be a little confusing for anybody that doesn't know what our work weekend is. But so if, we, if we're focused on Thanksgiving, and you can tell, you, you know, the, your favorite Thanksgiving story, your worst Thanksgiving story, or what I was thinking is my ideal Thanksgiving as well, because, I mean, like, that, that's all different. You know, um, so we're taking the topic off of that because uh, you actually had, I think it was it you that suggested um, the, the let's see, yep. isn't that what you said? Yeah, the, uh, 7.24 a.m. Wow. on Thursday. Thursday. Oh, it wasn't like two weeks ago. Oh. It was three days ago. Like a week. Thanksgiving yeah. work weekend story. Ideas for next week yep. and Derek. You want to read that? <laughs> yep. Thanksgiving work weekend stories, question mark. <laughs> yep. Okay. <laughs> Lawyers. And then he followed up with, I like it. 
So I assumed yeah, you agreed. And Do you remember this, Derek? I like everything you say. Because right after that, I sent a um, what's that? A meme or meme? Yeah, that uh, where it says this virus won't last forever, and then it said the virus and it's a picture of a uh, Toyota Tacoma. Oh, <laughs> and yeah, so yeah, yeah. That was, yeah, that was like, ha And then Patrick Holes took a stab at him too. All right. Yep. Yeah. Well, go ahead then. What's your favorite or typical or whatever you said earlier? Roll on. <laughs> Wow! Wow! Hey, by the way, if you're listening, um, topics and ideas for topics. Uh, yeah, sit them. We'll actually read them. Derek won't. Derek Derek won't read them. No, I'll I'll make. I'll I'll bet them. Derek will remember what you said and he'll forward them (laughs) all. It makes you wonder what he's actually paying attention to throughout the week. Ah, man. (laughs) Speak as you're moved at gmail.com. Get just your ideas, but so worst. Thanksgiving story, um, pine straw. Let me, I just, I, that's, that's, that, like, a lot of people have these, oh, we talk to family about politics. I mean, me and my family talk politics all the time. We don't wait until Thanksgiving to get around a table and talk politics. Nah, like, that's the last time we talk about it. We talk about all the other times, you know? Um, we all see things a little bit differently, and it's a really nice sounding board, and we're all, you know, semi-passionate about it. So, you hear no, those horror stories. Uh, just semi, semi, not not fully passionate. Just quasi. Semi. He may have yeah, I mean, I I'll play devil's advocate just to make it fun. Um, not that I have a real opinion. No. Um. So we don't we don't do that at Thanksgiving. Like Thanksgiving lunch has always been just a blur. Okay. Like we're in there for an hour at the most. Uh, a lot of times I'm trying to eat with my wife and her family as well as eating in the cafeteria. Um, especially when I was running the the work weekend like I, you go in there you call somebody to pray and then i'm peacing out i'm going and eating um what my my mother-in-law and father-in-law fixed because they'll they'll cook all morning fixing stuff and then i'll eat that real quick and then i'm back to work so the worst ever is pine straw and that was before i became um before i, I led the work weekend for four years um they they used to do pine straw every work weekend they don't anymore i think we outsource it now but it's a nice filler job for. Uh, the, I, I, I hate I hate I hate to say unskilled labor because everybody's got a skill, but yeah, it's definitely unskilled labor. I mean, now you get everybody going, and you get a ton of people doing it, and then like they just start dropping every time something better comes along, whether it's you know running up to the, uh, I don't know, to the academy sports or running doing this or these guys are going hunting or these guys are gonna go play golf or whatever it is everybody starts dropping and then you've got bales and clumps everywhere and if you kind of have a responsible bone then you're doing pine straw by yourself for hours and you realize that is not your career path and it's just <laughs> lonely and like i i'm kind of a i'm a semi-perfectionist on certain things i won't call myself a perfectionist because my me- my desk is way too messy for that but if, I, if it's something I get passionate about, then I'm going to be perfectionate about it. And so, like, I'm doing the overspread and then the blow tuck and trying to get it all looking nice for us to leave the campground and not see it for the next eight months until camp meeting. And so, so you, you do it. It's just that, that's like my worst Thanksgiving. Just 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 put it out there. Man, let me let me. So story on Pine Straw for all y'all listeners. And y'all know this story about Derek's brother, David Robo. <laughs> the classic 
and it's like one of those things like you have like a like a someone like a quote that's just like hangs out in the test of time like from like a michael jordan this is like the thanksgiving quote that might always get repeated um i don't know when uh yeah it's been a while guys but david Derek's brother w- was doing pine straw we were we probably all were doing pine straw i think at the time it's basically like if this is the job you start out with and then you make it to the top, you know, and then you're like proven ground. And then you're like working yeah. with like Rosh and Ronnie. You're like, ah, Pine Strong sounds a lot better. Um, mm-hmm. but, uh, anyway, and David's no like, offense. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Sorry. We do appreciate the heart. <laughs> <laughs> so, we love you. um, so he comes and so we're just, we're laying Pine Strong and, and David, I, I can't think of like how, exactly how it all inter- intertwined, but he came up to the comment and he made a comment. He's like, BP. And we're like, what are you talking about, David? What's what are you talking about? BP and dead serious. I'm I'm assuming barrels of hay, and I'm like that's that's, that's way off. Maybe barrels of hay. Barrels of hay. BP. And so from now on, it's always. He was thinking David. bales of pine straw, but it came out barrels of hay. I think is, is what. It, it, but it's one of those quotes like Wayne Gretzky: "You miss 100 percent of the shots you never take." Yeah, David Roebuck. You know, yeah, BP, bales of hay. The BP. BP. BP barrels of hay. That was good stuff. Yeah, good times. Yeah, good times. Hey, Jock, why are you why are you still talking? Question. This yeah, is yeah. Well, it's not really gotcha. a topic. So, are What's you that? going to the oil lamp on Wednesday? Uh, yeah. Back to Columbia. Uh, yeah, they got a lot of food. They've got they got like um, they got a chocolate chocolate cake. They got a uh, pumpkin pie for me. Um, they got a a sweet tea and an unsweet tea. Um, what else? They, I mean, they've got. Llama beans, mashed potatoes, mac and cheese, boiled shrimp, fried shrimp. No, um, they've got they got the whole thing, and I and I didn't want to cancel. Well, we thought about just saying, "Hey, y'all, donate it to such and such or whatever," but like that's kind of disheartening too, you know. And um, so yeah, I'm headed down there um, Wednesday, going to do a turn and burn, and uh, then come back. Um, not just for the food. I had, had I got a meeting um, that I got to have that morning as well, but but then I'm. Then I'm then I'm 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 back into my little basement. You're so hard for Yeah, that's awesome. I, I mean, you know, you, you, we made a commitment. You're not going to not get it now. You know, uh, they've already probably made half of it. I don't know. I don't know how that works. If they make it, freeze it, or what they do. You know, but anyway, because it's a lot of food. But support the locals. Yeah, man. Yep. So we support the women in the day and the men at night. So. <laughs> <laughs> so but yeah but that uh so matt yeah are you uh you're not going right i'm not making it okay now are you going to, are you going to have your perfect thanksgiving or or or, or is it going to be an imperfect thanksgiving or or what what is your perfect thanksgiving um at the campground yeah so here's the deal i was talking to my boss Today we went riding to lunch, mm-hmm. and he was. We were talking about like basically families split up, you know. So let me backtrack. So Anna's family, like nine percent of them live in Georgia, and then ninety mm-hmm. percent of my family lives in Raleigh, mm-hmm. um, in North Carolina. And for for a while, um, my dad would stay home with his mom for Thanksgiving. Um, they they were separated, so he would stay home, and my mom would take me the kids, well, me, Patrick, and my other brother Grant to the campground, um, to spend it with her her family. 
Mm-hmm. But anyway, so after they passed, and then they all started going down there. And then obviously Anna's family um, and her parents went there for this weekend. So when we got married, it was like, it was a perfect thing because there was no like, okay, we're going to go here for this time. And then Christmas, we're going to go here. It was like, we could all be, I guess, in the same, obviously in the same place and, and, and be and see each other. And then here's the other thing too, is like to all the listeners, like 90% five, probably 99% of my, there's a handful of people that I might know outside of the church circle, but all of them, my best friends are located at this church, this church organization. And they all, I would say most all of us, wouldn't y'all say guys, all go down there for Thanksgiving. So it was like this one big, you know, just get together where, you know, you're working, which is not that bad. I mean, you're, you're hanging out with all your buddies. And then on top of that, but I think just the ideal Thanksgiving for me, I've kind of turned into more of a try to, I, I enjoy all the family getting together. Um, so it's, it's, it's awesome. Ideal for me is to have everybody centrally. The only difference, the only downfall is we can't really all eat together because we're obviously in separate places at the time, kind of doing our own things. But it, we can all kind of eat in one cabin, house, whatever you want to call it, and then go the next day and do the same thing. So we yep. can essentially. And, you know, I've become a big fan, like I told you all last week, of the fried turkey that my father-in-law makes. And I've kind of... I've been working on it, trying to, trying to master the craft. But so, Josh, I don't know if hmm. your question, but I would say just yeah, it's hard to master the craft doing it once a year, though. So you're gonna need yeah. to fry one like once a month. I won't. I won't let Ooh. all the secrets out. Well, I guess I will. There, I did get the opportunity. Let's <laughs> speak as you moved. I did get the opportunity to make the Christmas turkey. So they, I mean, excuse me. They fried turkey at Thanksgiving. They fried tur- turkey at Christmas, and so we were at. Ronnie Kenny's house, and Ronnie had hip or knee replacement surgery that year, or back. But he's had so many. He's had both his hip. That's my father-in-law. Both his hip and both his knees replaced. So he was pretty much out of it that one. That one. <laughs> he had it like right before Christmas, and so he was basically somewhat doped up and really couldn't do anything. But he was still out there trying to shrug himself out there to, to manage the turkey. Me and Stephen, and um, I felt I felt kind of honored. I mean, it was by default. I know they had no choice, but put me in, put me in. it's like <laughs> it was it's, still honored. It's yeah, it's like the you know everybody gets to play at the local YMCA basketball team. So, but you still feel honored that he didn't go to Bojangles, you know? Instead, exactly. he still he and still kind of trusted you. I will say, BB, which is Miss Bernie, which is my wife's grandmother, said that was the moistest turkey she's ever had. I'm not saying it was. I'm just saying, guys. Just throwing it out there. Just throwing it out there. <laughs> Did she say that? But she already knew that y'all did it. So it wasn't like, hey, oh, y'all did it? After she said it. Like, yeah, she, she was saying it to compliment you guys, right? I don't know. I don't, it's, I'm, I'm just trying to bust your bubble. I'm just, yeah. I'm just yeah. saying, she, she knew she was complimenting you when she said it was the best. I don't know. I need to figure that out. Mm-hmm. So probably. <laughs> that is crucial information. Mm-hmm. Get back. When are you going to need you to report back, okay? I mean, I've had one that was <laughs> shaky that I made for... Um, uh, for church, and then kind of came back, and and then you know brought it back up. But uh, so the, oh, the Patrick oh, already go. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Um, it's this is Mass Thanksgiving edition. So she she said she didn't know. So does that that means it's good? Bam! Right. Yeah. That is very. You know that's that's great. That's that, solid that review is, right there. So there we yeah. go. 
So whenever you're fighting balls on drugs, not Ooh. not because he does dealing, but because he had a medical surgery. <laughs> just to clarify that, yeah. get the opportunity to fry the turkey, and you're ready to bring your A game. But bring then it. I'm back to the bench, so it's not really. Matt, but that ultimate, one ultimate, ultimate power move, bring your own fried turkey when y'all go this year. So, man. <laughs> I, I, I oh, yeah, Ronnie, Ronnie, but we already, well, I mean, you can cook yours if you want, but we've got this <laughs> other one in the cooler. Like, all you got to do is heat it up. Like, I fried it, and I'm pretty sure it's going to be good. Um, but, if I mean, we can do it, like, yours too, if you want to. Yeah. yeah. I mean, man, we're rolling, but. I think for all y'all too, another one, a good memory of the campground is when Stocky, which is Josh's father-in-law and my father, and, my boss. Ronnie, and yeah. your boss and yeah, everything. We're close. Yeah. yeah. They, they used to host the, what would y'all call it? Like the cookouts on Saturday night? Is that yeah, the mm-hmm. we, uh, we always would shut down the cafeteria and clean it out for the year mm-hmm. um, on Saturday. So they were serving everybody wasn't happening. On Saturday, but we also we, we saw a, a need that needed to be filled because our youth what I mean it, it was kind of like the last night the big rot and then boom we've got to all go to random restaurants the Saturday of Thanksgiving and try to get a seat and we're not all going to go together and it was just a bad setup so um, the two of them saw this and, and their kids being teenagers at the time were like hey if we just did something here um, in front of Saki's cabin um a father-in-law's cabin like hey we'll just do something we'll, we'll get a barrel and kind of do a bonfire oh we'll have hot dogs oh we'll have some bowl peanuts there it is there and like kind of like so, yeah, yeah let's have all this and you and you're and you're just gathered around chilling you're getting warm by the fire um you're eating the bowl peanuts maybe somebody's doing some s'mores i mean you got a cooler full of hot dogs that are already in the bun just mm-hmm. wrapped in paper towel that's kind of steam heated um, you have as many of those as you want. I mean, it was just really relaxed, but you didn't have to go anywhere for food. You know, it took a lot of prep, but it was worth it. Cause when, uh, you know, the time of nobody's rushing around doing anything, they've already bowled the peanuts earlier that day. They're on simmer low. I mean, it, it is a, uh, a nice setup, but that, that has since kind of waned. Yeah, well, actually what happened is there's some people that had convictions to do it and took it over. But then, like, something happened, and they didn't show up the next Thanksgiving after they had taken it over. Mm-hmm. So it, it kind of died because they had the control of it, and then it didn't, uh, it didn't go any forward anymore. It kind of fell apart after that. I know. I mean, I, I feel like they're still doing it here and there. But I just remember those, those Saturday nights of Thanksgiving at, down there at Stockies, right, right in front of your, your father's cabin. It was just, it was just awesome. To me, I enjoy yeah. hanging out with people first and foremost. Yep. So, like, just, yep. and the setting was just, I don't know, I just, great memories. It was, it was awesome stuff. Yeah. I'll shut up now. I had some iPod issues, as usual. So I don't know if I just read or not. What do you say? I don't know. I'm coming back in a little bit, but uh, has anybody else talked? I mean,. <laughs> I went and make it a Keurig cup of coffee. Keurig coffee. He called it Keurig coffee. Keurig coffee. Keurig, Keurig, Keurig coffee. coffee. I was wondering. I thought either that or there was a bear just going. <laughs> you get my mom to get you some sweet tea. Ooh, we got that sweet tea now. Yeah. All right, good, Derek. But literally, okay, we didn't hear what you said. What did you say, Diesel? 
Oh, I said my iPods were cracking out earlier, so I didn't know if Patrick had gone yet. His iPods. No, I haven't multiple said too much iPods yet. No, I've been interrupting. Definitely got lots of memories, though. I mean, plenty to choose from. Mm-hmm. I, I, I vividly remember... Well, vividly is probably the wrong word. A memory that stuck with me has been... um. I was younger. I can't remember how old I was, but, um, you know, I, I was just kind of hanging out. They were do, they were redoing the roof on the dormitory and I was just kind of like there and just like around and all the heavy hitters were there. Like I remember uncle Bernard was there and Tim Temple was there and some of the other, you know, big framers, like big carpenters in the church. And, um, and, Somebody just turned to me and was like, hey, are you afraid of heights? And I was like, no, I'm not afraid of heights. And they're like, good, we need another man up on the roof. And, the, you know, the dormitories, well, you guys know, but some may not. I mean, the dormitory roof, I don't know. It's got to be at least tall. two and a half stories tall. And so yep. they gave me a tool belt, and off the ladder I went. And I didn't tell anybody, but I'd never worn a tool belt in my life until that day. <laughs> But I just kind of faded. You look like a natural, though, you know? Yeah, I just, I just tried to. <laughs> you're like a lanky like a dude, dude, and like you're standing beside some other lanky dude, and like, hey, those are some framers, you know? And it's, <laughs> next thing you know, it's just like I'm up All the leather. stairs with this tool belt. Yeah. I think we were just nailing felt paper, so I don't think it's anything long and complicated, but, um, you know, and they're just like, hey, Patrick, chalk this line. And, and so I'm just like holding out the line and, you know, just up there, just moving with the groove, you know? And, um, they probably knew. They probably knew that I was picked up completely on it, probably. inexperienced and was pretty much <laughs> terrible. But I think they just nobody said anything, and and yeah. they just kind of helped me along. And like I said, I mean, I vividly remember seeing Uncle Burn up there and thinking, "Should you really be up here? This is probably a bad idea." Because th- at that yeah, time he was still like, you know, maybe sixty-five, seventy years old, yeah. and he's just rolling up there. And he's not scared, and. um that was the either that time or sometime later. Uncle Tim told me, and I will never forget this as long as I live. He talking about you know just like working and stuff. He says, you know, I don't really like heights. I don't like getting on roofs, but you know, there's money up there on that roof, so I'm gonna have to get over it. And mm-hmm. I just always that mindset just always stuck with me because it's like, you know, every day you wake up and you gotta do stuff that you don't really want to do, but Yep. You do it because you want to bring, you know, you want to bring something home to your family and put food on the table and stuff. Um, Mm -hmm. It's just such a great line. There's money on that roof, you know? So that's a really good memory. And I mean, I got so many like that, just working around all the older generation and you just learn, you can just glean, if you pay attention, you can glean so much from them. Um, And maybe not always like, how to swing a hammer, but just like their philosophy and their mentality and how they approach life as sanctified men. And um, I would say like my perfect Thanksgiving. Um, I don't know if I've ever had like a perfect Thanksgiving, but here recently we had Matt was with us and um, we had the opportunity. My brother Grant was with us. We had the opportunity to uh, had a friend and a contact who had some piece of property just 20 minutes north of here in Montezuma. And he um, gave us permission to duck hunt on his property. And I didn't know what it was going to look like. And I scouted it and it was just gorgeous. And so 
Matt Grant and I just woke up early, like literally, I think it was like Thanksgiving Day, maybe, before work started and drove out there and just, it was just like the best spot as far as, you know, you can ask for, you know, the, uh, just a short, easy walk and right up to the hole, just a few decoys and the birds just poured in and, and we shot a good deal of birds and then just came back and cleaned them and, you know, had breakfast and then went to work and worked most of the day and then went to church and it was just had dinner with family it was just or lunch with family. It was just such a, it was just like a really great, just like a great day. And, and it was just the three of us. So that honestly doesn't happen as much as many might think. Cause I live in Georgia and Grant and Matt live in Raleigh. So I'll, I'll treasure that, you know, my entire life. So those are some great memories. I mean, I could go on and on. We're so blessed to just, be a part of the family of God. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. it is a fantastic idea. Whoever thought of this program, I don't know if any of y'all know. No, but I, I will say that um, I know, like you said, there may not be maybe people on here that don't know what we're talking about. But the reason the work program or this work weekend is is so vital is be, originally because, and we still I, I, originally we didn't. It wasn't really a whole lot here. You know, people just came in and some you know, stayed in tents and some built little legitimate cabins, you know, that's what they were, they're cabins, like little one room shacks and stuff, but it's grown exponentially, but we don't have any paid service, you know, so we don't have, it's all based on donations, you know, we don't have anybody, um, it, it, it is in a way it, we are needed as the people who are members in this church to help continue it, you know, physically to, to work on the grounds and, and you could pay somebody and me and Patrick were talking about this earlier that, you know, like I was just wondering how much money do, if you were to, to somehow quantify it, the amount of volunteer labor that we have on various projects, like mm-hmm. what would that cost us if we were to try to pay somebody to come out here and, you know, frame this up or re-roof this or do the grounds. And we have people that maintain the grounds, but yeah. Um, yeah, but you, you know what I'm saying, and and you and well, biggest thing is construction. Like most everybody, historically we've had done. construction, and, yeah, and that's yeah, why you know people haven't been able to donate their money as much as their time and skill set, and we've been able to utilize that in in a great way. Um, I think yeah, we we've kind of gotten away from it a little bit just because we've got a lot of people with desk jobs now, um, mm-hmm. and with that, it's actually easier and more efficient to donate money to get a skilled, you know, cause I mean, we, you know, we couldn't build that church that we have. We have a big sanctuary. Now we could not do that off of volunteer labor. Uh, we don't have those specialized skill sets. Um, but you know, doing an addition on the, whenever we redid the Bible school chapel, um, and did it side, you know, we could do a lot of it and then like donate, like I, um, I came and did the, uh, the drywall, um, but our, well, my, my father-in-law's company, um, I, I, I had to set it up and everything, but he did actually donate the, uh, the drywall and the labor and that kind of stuff. But we couldn't get all that done in a, in a work weekend, if you would, you know, all the like, electrical can't, you can't do all that, but we, we have saved thousands upon thousands, um, from donation labor. Uh, but more, more than that, um, it, it's, it's something unique to us, I think, because, as people invest their time and they actually put in, you know, like their actual own, you know, work into it, 
there's a sense of ownership that donations, just monetary donations doesn't touch, you know, like I planted that tree. I did this. I did that. You know, I painted that or whatever. You have more sense of ownership and pride in your church um, than if you just, hey, I donated five hundred dollars and that you know, allowed this to happen. Nah, it's not the same as, you know, I was, I spent Thanksgiving, you know, doing drywall in a laundry room of the dormitory. So, you know, people could have a place to, you know, wash their clothes when we have our camp meeting. Um, you know, I mean, we could have had a lot better drywall and a lot quicker if I brought, you know, two of my, my hanger finishers down and they would have knocked it out a whole lot quicker. Um, but there, there wouldn't have been the camaraderie and the, uh, the sense of, of ownership um in the memories and the memories yes it's it's such an odd it's such an odd thing to explain to people um like you can explain okay we're going down for a week like a Mm -hmm. revival service camp meeting whatever you want to call it tent meeting revival like oh yeah those those you know there's a lot of that's an older tradition or some people still have right and but then you say okay you're going to thanksgiving okay everybody figures thanksgiving Hang out with your family, eat a bunch of right. food, and you don't do anything Friday, and you watch football Saturday, whatever. Yep. And the, the the food part's there, but the but the then you say, okay, well, Thursday on Thanksgiving Day, on Friday and on Saturday I work, and it, I mean yep. it is work. It's not like it's we're not like you know telling people so, but it but it's it's I don't know it's so to Josh's point. I mean I agree 100. percent It's so rewarding, but it's to me I feel like it's fun. I mean I really do yeah. just because you're. You're working with people like that are, are like-minded, have the similar values. You're not having to deal like a lot of the people like Joshua Sander, Patrick, or whatever, come from construction backgrounds, and you get all walks of life in that industry. And so yep. to be able to just come to people that, you know, are, are are just sanctified, you know, people that are, you know, well respected. I'm not saying like, but but I guess y'all get what I'm saying, I guess, too. Um, is just is just a blessing, and and to some people it's like, why are you working all those times? But I mean, it's just it's almost just kind of been what we've done, and yeah. and um, and and that's what I feel like is so perfect about Thanksgiving is is just it encompasses everything, it encompasses my friends, it encompasses all my families, both of the sets of families, and you kind of get it hang there, and then you have church, and and you have service every night, and 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 that's it's just awesome. Yeah, it's very unique for sure. It is, but you know, it's generally even with everybody else. You know, Thanksgiving is a big family holiday. You know, you don't. Yeah, I mean, everybody travels to see their family on Thanksgiving, and that's no different here. You know, I have a really big family. I'm hanging out with them at Thanksgiving. Yeah. Um. You know, but with me, with with the way that I guess I deal with like like special time, bonding time with my dad and brothers and sister. It's always evolved around work somehow, you know, it's always mm-hmm. talking shop and it's, you know, going out and working and it's really cool to work with people who, I mean, you're friends, you know, I mean, I'm best friends with all y'all and I've never necessarily, I haven't always worked with you mm-hmm. like in in that, in that manner, but it would be fun to, you know, hop up on a roof and, you know, and nail shingles with Patrick and Josh and Matt, you know, uh, but it's mm-hmm. something different that, you know, maybe none of you, maybe none of us are good at, you know, we're all learning and it's something to, it's some it's something fun and different, um, but you're spending it with people who who you don't typically would spend that time with, and it's just an experience and a memory. But um, for me, it's I like to work, and it's in a it's in a the most relaxed work setting you can possibly have. Probably too relaxed. 
Because there's, there's like no stress. It's all volunteer work, so you don't really have the. You know, Unless you're in charge of it. Exactly. You, there is some stress there. I will say that. Like the, your laborers are not really uh, dependable. To the, oh, yeah, they aren't really yeah. dependable. You yeah. have still got to try to get something done, but. Um, oh, yeah, and you, got, really you can't just leave it halfway done. I mean, like yeah. everybody else, like, oh, I'm going home. Okay. Or, yeah, hey, yeah, my, my family wanted me to do that, which I mean, okay, what am I going to do? Not pay you? Already happened. <laughs> so, I mean, like, <laughs> but, but then, like, now. then, no, all right, quit. so, yeah, and now, now we don't have a ceiling in this room or something. I mean, like, well, what do we do? You know? <laughs> like, <laughs> so, luckily, that's where donations come into play, and um, then we pay somebody to finish painting it. Um, or, um, brother Glenn down there will do a thing where like, if I buy the paint, he'll donate the labor, um, or, or something like that, um, with regards to, to finishing up an area like it say, I mean, it's hard to get sheetrock hung, taped, bedded, skimmed, sanded and painted all within, you know, two and a half days. Okay. Yeah. I mean like it, it, three at the most. Yeah. I mean like the drywall, especially if you do it right. I mean, you get it hung the first day. And then, I mean, you're trying to get taped. You don't get it taped out. You're getting it taped out the second day, embedded, and then it's so thick. I mean, it's it's not it's not skimmable or sandable that last day. Really, I mean, you're 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 spreading 45 minute mud on it, just hoping that you can sand it um, if you get enough heat to it. So, um, luckily, there's there's those that will step up and and finish them. But I wouldn't say it's completely stress free for everybody involved, Derek. Yeah. But you'll you'll learn. You'll learn. <laughs> but it's a lot less stressful, I would say. Right, Maybe right. Oh, with yeah. the exception of Bobby Reese, you know, it's very, it's probably a lot less stressful. There's some people that are, are prone to more stress. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Would you see now, Josh? You're looking at it from the outside in because because you manage, mm -hmm. and now Patrick, you're managing. And would y'all say first? Do y'all think? Do y'all spend like like the, the first, like how far out do y'all prep? And then you're Josh. You're probably like appreciating. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna help because I know what it is to be kind of lag behind and not have anybody to finish projects. You know what I'm saying? Like you right. get a different perspective when you're a hundred percent different perspective. Yeah. I mean, and I've had it go both ways. There's been other people like, Hey, I've already done it and put in my time. So I'm going to check out even more. So I've had that happen too. Um, <laughs> I didn't even think about it that way. <laughs> yeah. They're like, Hey, you know, I've, I've really put in my time as compared to some of these other people, you know? Um, but no, I, I did not enter with that mindset more so of, of the lat of the former where you, you're, you know, feeling extra responsible. Um, but I don't know. I mean, it just, it, 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 it's fun and, and it's, and it's nice, but you, yeah, you're right. You, you have to step up. So, um, but no, I'm very thankful Patrick took that on. And, and with regards to prep, it all depends on what you're trying to undertake. You know, yeah, I mean, I didn't have any huge projects on my watch. Um, I had some, you know, and I had to set up heavy equipment and rentals and that kind of stuff. And, and you got to start that. I mean, I started that a month out or so, yeah. um, ordering material and stuff like that. If it's a long lead time item, um, order that a month or a month and a half out. Um, but most of it, you know, I can get there and kind of line up the projects and what we need once I get there, if I get there a couple of days early. Um, I don't know what Patrick's done. Well, it just... I mean, I've only been doing it for two years, and this year's been crazy. Uh, Different. COVID sure. year, so. But, um, no, year one, you know, we started at camp meeting, so we had the first meeting at camp meeting, and then um, and then in September, I 
tried to line up a bunch of stuff. Um, just trying to get as much, much in place as I could. And then, um, you know, about mid-October, you know, really started keying in on the particulars. And the biggest thing was just trying to get everybody to commit that I could. Um, so just basically the labor force. Um, yeah. That's probably the biggest challenge is just getting getting the labor force to commit and to, and to stay. Um, and, you know, once you get there, well, last year, I don't know about this year, but last year, you know, once I got there, most everything was in place and really most everybody kind of did what they said they were going to do. Yeah. And so, right. um, you know, there was a few things that popped up, but I mean, it wasn't any, it was a very much a, I mean, it's, it's not like it was easy going, but, um, so, but it was very, it was, I mean, it was very much a plan to work, work the plan type thing. And this year has been totally different. This year has just been like, I mean, we're just kind of trying to stay in, I mean, we're in a minute right now and just trying to start trying to stay in front of it and, and keep, you know, keep everybody, um, keep everybody safe that we can and get as much done as we can. So, but one thing I, I enjoy is just when you, when you get to do the director role, which sounds way more important than it is, but, um, you get to, you get to work with a lot of different people, more mm -hmm. people than you would work with if you just come and show up and get your marching orders. Um, and, and it's just so interesting to see how everyone approaches different things and talk to them and, you know, see, like, I won't call names, but I met with a, with a longtime carpenter and professional today and approaching something as simple as a, a four square layout. And, mm -hmm. you know, in my mind, I'm just like, oh yeah, four square layout for the kids. Like, let's just get the you know, let's get the high points and move on. And he's like, he's very detailed and he's, and he's wanting to do the best he can, even in what my, some might consider a remedial job. And so, you know, I've never worked with this, with this, um, with this elder in our church in that capacity. And so I walked away super impressed because I'm like, he's bringing it, you know, no matter what it is, he's bringing it. And I'm like, man, I would, I, I, you know, and so it challenges me. I'm like, I need to be more like that. You know, like no job is too small. If you're going to do it, do it right. Yeah, so it was cool. just a really like, it's just stuff like that. You meet people, you find out what people are passionate about and it might surprise you. You know, there's people that are extremely passionate about the cemetery and we need those people in our church because that passion yep. is what makes it what it is. And if you don't have people who are behind it and who are driving it, then it'll fall by the wayside. And there are people that are passionate about the young people. You know, there's people passionate about just various aspects. And, and it's so, that's probably like the, to me, the best part about it is just being able to just talk and work with all these different people that most likely I would not get to work with mm -hmm. and find out where their heart is. But yeah, it can be for real stressful, no doubt about it. And I'm probably not as good as dealing with stress as I could be. So I try to pray. <laughs> pray more. Yeah. Y'all do, so. do good. Mm -hmm. Y'all are awesome. Thanks, man. I know. Appreciate you. Yep. Two more years, baby, and then and then I'm done.
<laughs> I heard it was four or five. Like it could be five. Minimal. This seven. is a COVID year. This doesn't count. <laughs> yeah, COVID year definitely is like a half year. So I mean, I got my contract. I got my contract in place. So two more years. Contract said about a, about a half a half Thanksgiving. You know, I don't know if that one. The COVID. Time. There was the COVID clause. Did, yeah. Did, I, I, no. Did you do four, Josh? <laughs> I just did four. Yeah. Um. Whenever, whenever the, the, the other one was coming around, I mean, Meredith was pregnant again, and it was like, hey, you know, <laughs> um, I signed up. She's like, you know, you signed up for four. I, I'd be happy if you stuck to just the four. The four. And I, so. Um, yeah, I'm all back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, no, I mean, it was just, there's just a lot of capable people, yeah. and I want everybody, like, they can to have a turn. I mean, like, you're not, everybody's not going get to a, get a turn doing it. Just because, I mean, after, you know, I don't know, after uh, 20 years of it, you know, you kind of aged out. Because you need to be young enough to know who your workers are and who aren't, but you need to be old enough um, to, to have responsibility, you know? Mm-hmm. So there's there's a mm-hmm. there's some people that are have a ton of responsibility, and they'll do good talent. Like, I'm so thankful for those kind of people. Like your, your father-in-law, Matt, is one of them he'll he'll take a task and he'll get his own workforce he'll make sure everything's in place i mean he will rock it but that's what he's really good at he's really good and responsible and but being you know and he was i believe he was the leader of the work program what you know 20 years ago he said he did five anna just texted my wife said he did five he did five yeah. years. He's listening. He did five. And, yeah, and his, and his his was his was I think his his tenure was about twenty years ago, maybe. Um, I don't know. He's the original, maybe, the OG, baby. Yeah, and uh, my father did it. Um, he he did it. I think Scott Rogers did it. Is that right? Um, yeah, and David right. Copeland and, and Gene, uh, right? And Gene, yeah, Gene as well. Um, so there's different ones, but see that there's like a, a sweet spot where you're responsible enough to do it, but you're also young enough. To, to manage it and to know who who to put where and that kind of stuff and not lose your connection to the younger ones that you're you know teenage that kind of stuff that you're trying to drum up a, a sense of responsibility and um, in you know so mm-hmm. if you get somebody that's too old then you're going to lose your you know early twenties teen or late teens that kind of that age group because they're not going to feel as engaged yeah. so there's there's a there's a sweet spot of um of around thirty something that. The, the people really excel in being a, a leader of it. And so if you do it for too long, then nobody else has a chance, you know, That's it's right. real fun. It's real fun. Mm-hmm. And you can, you can, you, and you can, you can enact your passions and, and push for certain things that you want to get done as well. So. Yeah. You're yeah. Not, you're right. You don't get a second term. No one's reelected. Maybe. <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, I guess if you wanted it bad enough, but make the crit route great yeah. again. <laughs> yeah. Uh, too soon, Matt. I, too soon. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh man. We're gonna lose listeners. I know. Oh, I know. We probably abort. are. <laughs> I already mentioned politics too much. I'm on my road trip with right. Biden. So. Josh, I gave you uh, negative four minutes. So. Oh. oh, that's fine. Make with it count. the make it count. with with the two submissions. Oh, come I on. mean. You give stuff away, and I hate to always complain about it, but you give <laughs> stuff away, and all I ask is for a joke, and not like you don't even have to write it like in a letter, like with a stamp. That's fifty cents. Like those emails are pretty much free, um, <laughs> and but we, I mean, we we got you know, a couple, and I appreciate the two submissions. 
of course, y'all can guess who the one is. Rainy. Uh, Rainy. Yeah, Rainy. Rainy James Island, Thank South Carolina writes, what kind of key can't open doors? Hmm. That would be a turkey. Uh, ah, happy Thanksgiving. Thanks for your joke. Yep, yep. Woohoo! Yes. So we really do appreciate no thumbs, her. You know, I mean, her yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about just getting a um, Rainy's Santa Claus list and start checking things off because <laughs> I mean she's, she's the only one. But, but I take that back. Not the only one. Anna from Raleigh. I think Matt knows her. Pretty well. Yeah, from what the um, Wake Forest. Wake Forest, sorry, yeah. Wake Forest. Yes, Wake too. Forest, I'm North just... Carolina. No, this is the one. Um, had a couple uh, jokes that they brought in. Um, the first one, just kind of joking around. Uh, she, she brought shoes from a drug dealer. Don't know what he laced them with, but she was tripping all day. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, we we've crossed over a little bit. Um, so. And then the, uh, you know what the one eye said to the other eye? Mm-hmm. Between you and me, something smells. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I just saw that coming. Yes, I love it. I love it. Um, so anyway, I um, and what's coming to her is an Amazon deal. Amazon steal. They've got some Amazon deals coming up. Um, the Black Friday deals. They, uh, they actually, and I don't know if she needs this or not. Um, and Matt, you can tell me, and, and we'll, we can talk because uh, I'm gonna let Anna be the winner. So I appreciate her sending it in. Um, but uh, they actually, Amazon had like 35% off their starting the Black Friday stuff early, and they've got some electronic toothbrushes, which I really enjoy mine. And so I was going to get one of those for the winter, but she already has one she likes. Well, but we'll we'll, we'll pick something else. But anyway, I really appreciate Anna sending that in. Rainy, as always, appreciate you. <laughs> and anybody else that wants to get free stuff, I mean, like sometimes, like I mean, like you could, like I said last week, send in a joke. Send in what you want to win, and it's most likely going to happen. So, anyway, speak as your mood at gmail.com. good. Yes, the I odds are in your favor. Yeah. <laughs> I came up with one. I heard one the other, the other day, and I forgot to send it to my daughter, who shall not be named, to send in and win me free stuff. Um, <laughs> hey, how's she liking that uh, Echo? Uh, not Echo. The, she loves it. Uh, the I mean, the, what is it? This yeah. Flex? Yeah, there's yeah, like a speaker really plug. It's Oh, it, yeah. Legit. She's on that thing all the time. It's a dare to Listen to lullaby music at night. And... Oh, that's but, awesome. What do you call a hippie's wife? I don't know. Mrs. Hippie. <laughs> Mrs. Hippie. <laughs> uh, wow. And the uh, scary thing yeah. is, that one probably would have won. I mean, you know, yeah. this is a... <laughs> that's fantastic. That's just, that's just good dead humor, you know. And that Mississippi, yeah. Mississippi. Thank you, thank I you, love thank it. You. I love yeah, it. All week. Yeah. Yep. So, my father-in-law just texted one, but I'm going to save it for next week because he. Cause oh, he there you it. go. There you go. Go ahead and speak yeah. the pot for next he, week. He sent. He sent it in, and I'll share it with y'all. And then mm. in the next line, sent a text. Derek just left us again. I want my toothbrush. <laughs> there you go. But we're gonna. <laughs> but that'll be for next week. You're a little late. Oh, so, did y'all know that there was two peanuts walking down the street? One was assaulted. 
Is hard. Hey, what is Beethoven's favorite fruit? <laughs> I don't know. Hmm. Banana. Derek just left again. Banana. 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 Anyway, sorry. sorry. <laughs> good stuff right there. <sighs> it's been good, guys. I don't know if Derek's going to make it back on. He's been going in and I, out, people. He has bad connection we, everywhere he goes. Uh, it's, it's something. There's a common denominator, and I think we figured it out. Hey, it's because y'all keep running over time. My iPods only last for literally an hour. I love By it. the it way, an iPod, an iPod we used to listen to music on. I don't know anybody that still uses an iPod, okay? Well, Except for Derek. Derek uses his iPod to somehow talk to us. I don't know how he's doing it, but he's amazing. Very techy. Good, good thing Apple doesn't creep on the calls because he's the worst publicist for Apple. Oh, These man. things yeah. never work. I <laughs> By the way, Derek, if you put one ear in uh, and I leave know, the other in the charger, of, I'm only working then off of switch one ear it. Because the that right makes ear two hours. Calls immediately. <laughs> no, the right ear like, does not We're not on a call. We're a radio program. <laughs> These, These on a, games keep flashing. It only, it only lasts for like, seriously. And it's full battery. And then I'll put it in and it won't last for 20 minutes and then it's dead. Are those the new ones? No, I can't be good. No, I can't find the new ones. Good, great. What in the world? Oh, no, I swapped the new ones because I didn't like them. I swapped them with my wife and got. You got more problems her, than her algebra, bro, man. Uh, her her original set was like mine. I like the old school ones better. Well, oh, she switched and losing now again. One of the, one of the kids found them. So you just you just you just have so much money. You just buy AirPods every week and just lose. Oh them my complain dear. Anymore. Well, you know it's it. for the ministry, okay? <laughs> Yeah, maybe maybe you can use the uh, the ministry fund for your AirPods. <laughs> hey, uh, I've been trying to use an iPod to talk on a radio program, and it's not been working too good. So he's gone. He can't even defend himself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bless his heart. Oh, I knew it. It happens every week, though. It really does. I mean, like you would think you get the corded ones by now, but. <laughs> He's back. <sighs> Derek, right, can, can, we, can we figure out a way just to have Derek call in? Everybody else do something different. Well, it won't do on stupid speakerphone. I have to use earpods. Uh, anyway. Uh, well, yeah, we don't want to hear everything that's going on in your background either. Oh, man. Oh, he's, going, oh, he's messing up again. Oh, my dear. This is sad. All right, Derek. Guys, by the way, next week's prize is going to be some earpods. <laughs> Derek, send in your joke to speak as your mood at gmail.com. And Derek's earpods are a joke. <laughs> yeah. He just texted uh, the group, done. Done. Well, Derek, you're on. Do you want to dismiss us? Do you have any final thoughts before you go? Derek. <clears throat> I'm going to kick him off. No, my face keeps dying. <laughs> oh, man. Candid Derek. Uh, I got rid of him. Dying. Guys, do you have any more thoughts? As much as we nah. can just keep running Derek and his AirPods. Send in, <laughs> send in your jokes. Send in your thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> just speak as you're moved at gmail.com and all the... Uh, now Derek's in there, Patrick. 
<laughs> he came here with me. He's cackling and he stuck it and goes, Are they roasting me? Yeah, I mean, man, it's just terrible, it's man. You can, you can be the heart. <laughs> yeah. I'm here on behalf, uh, on behalf like of Derek. On behalf of my client, Derek Robuck, with his AirPods. Uh, also known as iPod, for those <laughs> yeah. that don't yeah. understand. Here, here under known as iPod, earbuds. <laughs> I've been talking on the CD player. Your pieces. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't understand. The Walkman is just acting up, guys. I <laughs> any, any, any involved relevant listening devices on behalf of uh, my client, Derek Roebuck, shall be scratched from the record. Objection. Relevance. Expunged. Yeah. So, good stuff. Well, um, again, speaking from my client, Derek Roebuck, I think we're going to close tonight. And... The client, Derek Roebuck, would like to now, call don't be, Journey don't, in. Don't be like, call it. I hear you in the back. Good guy. Got the big guy. <laughs> He's like hiding behind the big guy. Oh, man. Man. I'm going to pray oh, for Derek man. to get some new ear, ear pods. But Please anyway, send in your go. thoughts. Oh, guys. Yeah. Before we're done, Rainy's already sitting hers in for next week, people. She is on the ball. I mean, some people are just Rainy on the ball. Yeah, that is a good strategy, too. Like, we should listen to our program, go ahead and send it in for the next week. Then you won't forget because it's already there. That copy and paste I mean, works good. It's not I hard. mean, it's just it's oh, too easy. Man. Appreciate you, Rainy. Uh, well, yeah. appreciate everybody tunes in yep. either live or later. Uh, yep. Speak as you're moved. Speak as you're moved at gmail.com, various social media. And, uh, yeah, we appreciate it. Love you guys. Yeah, y'all have a, everybody have night. a happy Thanksgiving. Yes. Happy, happy Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving, everyone. Hope you enjoy it with and, your family uh, if you can. Yeah. Limit to six people if you can. No. Don't get COVID <laughs> if you can. If you so. can. All right. Well, let's go Josh, ahead and dismiss. Josh, would you pray for yeah. us, man? <laughs> of course. <laughs> of course. Dear Lord, we thank you again for another radio program where we're able to meet together, speak of you and, and your blessings on us, dear Lord. We ask that somehow, some way that this radio program um, acts as an inspiration to someone um, in their daily walk with thee, dear Lord. Um, bless us all. Keep us safe through this Thanksgiving uh, long weekend, dear Lord. Um, give one's traveling, traveling grace. Watch over them and keep them safe and keep all your people everywhere safe. Um, keep them in your arms of protection, dear Lord. All these things we ask in that holy precious name until we meet again next week. Amen. 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 See, See you guys. guys. All right. Yeah, I think they can.